to get to the other side. Hey, <laughs> magic. <laughs> How'd you do that? We're back. It's almost like we never left. I know. <laughs> Let me leave. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a program completely dedicated to the board game Spirit Island. On this show, we examine and discuss every aspect of the game, whether they be general tips, end-up strategies, or silly shenanigans. Today, we're picking up exactly where we left off with the gift cards and seeing where we rank them. Now me and Ryan get to fight about meanless rankings! Let's get at Let's it! Let's do it! Fight! <laughs> So, before we go ahead and get into this list, I have to talk about this awesome tool. I'm so happy you found this tool. Oh, this Made is ranking. so great. So easy. No joke. Once I found this amazing tool, this amazing thing, I wanted to use it again and again and again. You know, sometimes when you buy a new product, yeah. a new shoe, perhaps, a new article of clothing, you want to go out and wear that article of clothing. You want to wear that shoe as often as you can. Definitely. Your dad gets a new lawnmower. He's lawn mowing every <laughs> other... edger. My dad got this new edger. edger. He uses like, it all the time. You got a new toy. <laughs> you want to use the toy. You understand that. Oh, You're 100%. human, right? There is this awesome ranking software on a website called Pub Meeple. Two words. P-U-B-M-E-E-P-L-E. Mm-hmm. It is a website that allows you to rank anything. You can link a board game geek account to it. So you can like link which board cool. games. I which did is that. cool. Yeah. It's primarily for board games. Hence the name Meeple. Meeple is a board gaming term. Mm-hmm. But you can go ahead and just literally rank anything. 100 things? Cool. 20 things? Cool. 5 things? Cool. Any number of things. It's phenomenal. I love it so much. I learned of it because that's what the Dice Tower uses. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If you want to make a top anything, top 10, top X, top 20... It is so And you can good. rank anything. It doesn't have to just be board games. Exactly. Literally anything. I want to do this on, like, food. Yeah. I want to do this on, like, favorite cars, guns, anything. games, yeah. like, video games even. Like, just everything. I love how they do this. It's so simple. So simple. It's so smart. It's so smart. Yeah. What it does is you type in the list of things that you want to rank. And then what it shows you are just two things at a time. And you just pick the one on the left, the one on the right. Okay? Okay. Another set. Left or right? Right. Another one. Right or left? Uh, Left this time. Yeah. You just pick one. You just pick one. It just makes it so easy, I think. And most importantly, the reason why I think it's probably so appreciated to me is because it helps me figure out the middle. Yes. When you're making... The murky middle. Yes, the murky middle. When you're making a list, like we said before, the bottom... Top five? Bottom five? Easy. I the did that middle. in a blink. Long time ago, when we did the hype list, I wish I had this. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's Me so too, easy. Ryan. So easy. Just go on the website, make an account, get an email password done. Go in there, start ranking stuff. And it's just so simple because the thing is, is I pretty much know what my top five are going to be. Yeah. I pretty much know what my bottom three are going to be. Ooh, I never 12, know what to do. About, yeah, the middle stuff. Yeah. And I was shocked when I was done. I looked at the middle. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I looked at what was the upper side of You're middle, like, yeah. the lower side of the top. And like everything felt so right. Tell me what you thought about it. So you brought up the hype list. It would basically say, who would you rather play, this spirit or this spirit? It would just do that back and forth. For this, it would be like, would you rather have this card played on you or this card? Mm -hmm. I think you're right. It really solidified, cemented the middle, and it kind of made me realize what I value in cards. So I'm yes. like, oh, this does end up being higher because well, I want this more here's the thing. than Fiery Vengeance. Right. It comes exactly down to that. You will be given eventually two cards mm-hmm. that you know are S tier. Both extremely good. And it really just like simply comes down to your preference. It really comes down to do I like card draw or energy? Do I like damage amps or presence out there? Do I like control or fear? Exactly. Yeah. And it feels so accurate when you look at these lists. Like, yes. I and yes. do like and that. yes. It's the most efficient ranking system I've ever seen. So, respect and a shout out to Pub Meeple. Not sponsored, by the way, no, at all. <laughs> no, no. See, like, just If you're in this hobby, it is so good. You have to use Seriously, it. Seriously, check it out. It is so good. All right, we got 20 powers. Let's go. Let's go. I want to see, I want to see, I want to see, I want to see. Number 20 for John. <laughs> Gift of the Untamed Wild. No. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> and why is it there, John? <laughs> this card is fine. It's I think it's very plain. Okay. I think that's why it landed this low. I'm just not totally sold that removing a presence is worth a disease token. Mm. I know we talked about that last episode, and yeah. disease is worth more. And I think in dire times versus England, France, or Scotland, when you can't let buildings yeah. build, you can't lose towns, or mm. have too many buildings one land, or have cities along the coast, it can be worth it. So I think there's mm. use to the card. Honestly, I see it played, and we've said this before, for yeah. wild all the time. For wild. For Instead wild, of everyone does wild. But wild is like so hit or miss. And I know that the saying is it will always be used, but yep. it doesn't have that like immediate I'm going to choose to look at the silver lining, and that is this card gives me a wild, yeah. but it has enough flexibility for when I'm playing with Vengeance. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Because it's actually great there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the team for sure. And I think it's good for Lure if they're building that depot of sadness or yep. damage up yep. per token yeah. type of thing. And like you said, I haven't seen the bottom option chosen a mm-hmm. lot. You know, it's right. usually the top option. So it's just not the biggest spoon or support. It stops little problems, which mm-hmm. is good. Like, it's not, yeah. it could stop one explorer. Yep. And it's cheap. Yep. Remember the context. Yeah. This could be great in so many settings. It could be great in so many settings. I just don't think it's like world shattering yeah. type of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. So that's, that's my fair. 20. Okay. My number 20. Boon of Swarming Bedevilment. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, John, are you surprised? I am a little bit. It's higher for me, clearly. It's defense. It's not bad. You like defense. It's not so bad. But see, the thing is, is when you think about the defense, and I feel as if that's what it's primarily used for, it gives you defend one. Which means you're getting defend one. <laughs> nice. And sometimes defend two. <laughs> These are bad values. <laughs> you can Yes, things. I know. This is great on those outskirts lands yes. or on those ones that have... A town. A town things that like maybe early game or something like it's that. It's very on the fringes. But in the mid to late game has very limited usage and target spirit may push up to one of their presence. If you're a spirit that doesn't really rely on that it's not going to be always useful yes it's sometimes useful yeah i'm just saying like when you look at what it does moving presence is really good for people who can move already because the benefit of moving is already built into that character i was about to say so if they're already able to move then they don't need this as much because they can move Mm, yeah can't really do much with it hey earth well i mean i really want to have sacred sites so i don't want to like move one one off of the sacred site maybe you can make another but you're probably not gonna be doing that as a character hey keeper you can make a sacred site I want my sacred sites to stay the same. Yeah. Hey, ocean. Okay, there. That's actually a good one. Yeah, but there's you can see what works. I mean. Like, it's just, eh, it's not always applicable. And then the defend, it's just, you know what? I think the defend is really good if that character was doing defense already. Okay. I think that's a great context. I wish. Um, I think on its own, it's mm, it's like putting a seasoning And I wish mines could play it on themselves, yeah. even in multiplayer games. Obviously in solo. That was probably my biggest point right there. Yeah. It has to go to someone else. Yes, in uh, solo play, it goes to you. But like, oh, that is a balancing factor. If yeah. it went to you, I would like this card a lot because more. Because it works so perfectly for mines as kits. Yeah. If it yep. was in right. any type it's of an power. It's an effect that works perfect for you and it never can. Okay. In a multiplayer game. Yeah. So. All right. There's my number 20. Number 19. Number have... 19. Fiery Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Speaking of kits. Speaking of kits. Yes. No, this seriously. This works perfect for yep. vengeance. Yep. And a lot of the times they target themselves for it. And it's good in the early game. You can stop a build. Mm-hmm. Right? You can do one yep. damage, maybe kill an explorer, mm-hmm. stop a build. You're pinching off one explorer. Yep. And this power can stack. We've talked about it last yep. episode. As the game goes on, mm-hmm. as you set the board, blights added, badlands. You know, having a zero-costing card that can take out a city? Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Usually takes time to get to that. Sure. Sure. I love how it can go to any spirit. It's really yeah. for you. It's really, <laughs> like Boon of Vigor, it can go to you. It's really for someone else. Yeah, it's really <laughs> for someone else. And that's hard because this is a support list where you're thinking yeah. about, like, how is this supportive for other people? Sure, um, right. This card, like you said, the spirit has to have destroyed presence. Right. How often do you want to have destroyed presence? Right. In the early game, I I don't know. It's not a bad card. It's free. It has a yep. fire element. Like we yep. said, it oh, yeah. works for vengeance. 
Yep. It works for the lizard. Like, mm. we don't plan around it a ton. Because mm. we just had a vengeance game. Sure. I'm like, hey, Ryan, I'm going to destroy presents. <laughs> I, I was using it on myself. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's you. So it's you. <laughs> that's, that's my number 19. Again, none of these cards are bad. Can we just, like, keep prefacing yeah. that? Yep. None oh, of yeah. these are bad yep. cards. All the contexts. It's all the context. But as, like, a game-affecting card, this doesn't rank high for me. Right. Because it helps vengeance so much. So much. So as a gift to you... <gasps> Well, yeah. I'm allergic to self-harm like, most <laughs> of the time. And even if I do have one destroyed presence, like, I usually try and avoid Blighted Lands right. as a spirit. Yep. So the damage amplifier right. doesn't yeah. always get Thankfully, triggered. it can be useful elsewhere. But... But the difference is just so ridiculously to Vengeance's favor yeah. that it doesn't really feel like it's a good gift card. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. So that's my number 19. That's your number 19. <laughs> okay. My number 19. Fiery Vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this card is phenomenal in the context of Vengeance. Yes. It has to be for the context <laughs> of Vengeance. It feels like that. How often do you have Vengeance's context <laughs> on your board? Mm-mm-mm-mm. I Not actually, much. <laughs> I hardly... I don't know if I've seen this played on another spirit. I'll say that. Because Laura's been playing Vengeance more. I've been playing you played Vengeance. Yep, I agree with pretty much everything you said. Just simply put, it is just so much better for Vengeance. To play it on And themselves. this card's effect is so great in the setting that Vengeance's gameplay provides. That's Vengeance's <laughs> environment, yeah. not mine. So, like, <laughs> as a gift card, I'm thinking of this list for gifts. Yes. I don't Booms. want that. It is more helpful to the team that you do give it to yourself. Yeah. Please give it to yourself. <laughs> I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. Need I say more? I think we've pretty much said. Quick sidebar. I wonder how many will have aligned out of 20? I this might we'll be the see. only one. I don't Man, know. I don't know. Well, how many? We'll definitely well. at least have two. Okay. <laughs> Number one. Exactly. <laughs> Number two? <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. We'll have more than... We'll see. We'll see at the bottom portion how many we... That's funny. Number, That's funny. Number 18. Moving Number on. Number 18. Mantle of Dread. Really? Yes. All right. Okay. Okay. I know. All right. A lot of people know. <laughs> you know especially. I love Shadows. Yeah. Shadows is... Sure. They've passed River. they become my favorite and most played spirit. Yeah. Now. As yeah. far as the low complexity. As far as low definitely. definitely. Yeah. And like we're talking about kits. This is great card for Shadows. Mm-hmm. With your growth theory option, we talked about you can jump range three mm-hmm. away somewhere. And that you're jumping across the island. It's almost like lure. And mm-hmm. you can be helpful for the team because then you can target yourself mm-hmm. and help out a trouble spot that was far away for people. Especially if you're amorphous <clears throat> and you can mobily move oh, yeah. anywhere yes. on the island. Yes. And you can save a future Ravage or a future build and push those invaders out. Mm-hmm. It even works well for boating because that fear can cause extra invaders to be pushed out. Mm-hmm. It worked well in our France game because you were Sharp Fangs, a mobile spirit. We'd be like, oh, Ryan, can you get to this jungle? So yeah. easy. And you would oh, go there, yeah. target you for Mantle of it Dread. It was phenomenal there. It was, it was so good. I've never seen Mantle of Dread carry so much weight. Carry so much weight in a game because, you know, I wasn't playing Amorphous, so I wasn't as mobile. So I was kind of stuck in my lands, but you could go anywhere. Mm-hmm. And even in the Blighted Lands, and right. you know, Ranger Hunt can go anywhere. Right. It worked very well. So it's a good card. It's just in my mind, it doesn't have the biggest impact mm-hmm. on a game. Like, a lot of these cards, they solve little problems. Fire Vengeance solves little problems. Yeah. This yep. moves and explore in a town. Mm-hmm. You're either, like, saving a Ravage. You're stopping right. a Blight, maybe. And if Ocean's in play, so good. Oh, yeah. So good. You have a presence on the coast because you have this card. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am starting to think now that, like, foreboding shadows, a type of shadows aspect mm-hmm. plus Ocean might be better than oh, River so Ocean because of so much fear now. Because you're getting fear from mm-hmm. Mantle of Dread that you weren't getting from River. Right. But you're right. This card is Add good. wind lightning to that. Oh my goodness. No, like, oh, there's range? Wind Lightning with Ocean in play. Wow. It's one of my favored. What a great team. Wind no, Lightning, Shadows, seriously. Ocean. Mm-hmm. Foreboding Shadows, Wind Lightning, and Ocean. Extra so range, speed, mm-hmm. fear. Everything's dying. Yep. So again, love this card. Love this spirit. Yep. You've done the time. It, yeah. <laughs> I understand what this card can do. Again, it's like we're saying, it's very good for Shadows. And mm-hmm. it could be saving someone else. Yep. It's just not the most impactful card. Sure. That's yep. my number 18. My number 18, Gift of the Untamed Wild. Okay. I like wilds. I really do. do. But I'm not vengeance. <laughs> number 17. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it a brief. It was like one of those things where like I basically said everything when you, you did, talked yeah. about it. <laughs> 
It really is nice to have wilds. Seriously. It is. No, it is. I have a spot that I want to keep clear. Cool. Wilds that. Yeah. Or, eh, it'll get disease used somewhere. Or disease. But I don't know where they're going. <laughs> but it'll get used eventually. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Number 17. <sighs> this one was hard for me to rank, Ryan. Are we going to start seeing surprises, you think? I think you're going to be surprised I think we're... starting at 16. Okay. I think once we hit the 17s, you can be like, okay, I can understand it. This but then was... we're going to have to start explaining ourselves. You might be mad at me for my 16. <laughs> That's fine. Okay. I'll just do this one. We talked about this. We broke down this card. It's Absorb Essence. Yeah, 17. for 17. It's hard for me to rank, Ryan. Yeah. Well, out of all of the power cards in this list of 20, this is the most dependent on the context of yes. who's in the game. On the innate that's getting triggered. So, <laughs> right, right. So you can say that you ranked this card because of it being in a vacuum. Yes, it's mm-hmm. in a vacuum. You know, it's like a certificate of deposit mm-hmm. or timed investment. You get yeah. something in the start, yeah. but you get a huge effect yes. later. Giving up a presence for one of any element and an energy. Yeah. One of any element and an energy is phenomenal. It is. But am I ready to lose a presence right now? It can sting. Losing a presence can sting, Mm -hmm. especially in the early game. We don't have a lot of presence on the board. Is it the worst? Heck no. But, you know, it's just something you've got to consider. I think what's funny is Serpent, like we talked about, gains three energy from playing this card. Yeah. But the card costs two energy, so they're gaining, like, one net <laughs> right, energy. Right. I thought that was just kind of funny. But it is good. They get to gain three energy. I like that both spirits benefit from this. Like you said, it was hard for me to rank. <laughs> I think this card is higher than others because of the energy and the element benefits. Mm-hmm. I see that better than pushing something out or by destroying something with Fire Vengeance or by placing a wild. Sure. So I think getting an energy and an element is ranks above those other ones that sure. I have on my list. So I can see it being higher. Mm-hmm. This was very hard for me to rank. I'll yep. just say that, and that's yep. my absorbed essence. Yep. Mine number 17. I don't think you're going to really be vexed by this one. I might push back. Boon of Growing Power oh, from Keeper. I would push back on this. <laughs> I like this one. This is a good card. Yes. It's a good card. Yes. And I have to remind you of context. Okay. Yes. You gain a power card, and if you target someone else, they gain an energy. Nice. These are solid bonuses. Very solid bonuses. But when you are putting a list of 20 cards in the game where Gift of Abundance exists, Flame's Fury exists. Yeah. All these kinds of wonderful S-tier cards, a lot of these really good, decent cards appear like they're worst because there'll be some great cards in the seven and eight spot. You're like, what? Yeah. Oh, well, you had to make room for these other ones. It was hard to rank these. Now, this one just gives you a little bit. And remember the context. If you are helping Lightning, literally an S-tier card. Yeah. Not even kidding. If Keeper is in the same game as Lightning, you use his power. You won. And you use it on Lightning every single turn that you can. In that game, this card is amazing. One energy, great. But it is one. It's one. It's not zero, but it's and not most more. most people, and you will see this a little bit going on, like as a theme. Yeah. When it comes to the effects that people can give themselves. Okay. Giving a power card is not the hardest thing. It's a good thing. It's usually a growth It's something option. you want. Yeah. But it's something that's pretty decently common across the board. Definitely. Every now and then, it's rare. Therefore, an effect that helps a problem that is only rare mm-hmm. is one that's going to be in a general list like this, eh, maybe on the lower side. Okay. Because everyone who has a power card problem has an answer. This is just giving them another answer. Yeah. It's nice. It's just not as, like, life-saving as maybe another gift boon card might be. I think our list might be pretty different. I think, like I said, <laughs> at the sixteen seventeen, it's going to start to be different. Yeah. And honestly, the way you framed it, it makes sense, like, where it is in your list. Yeah. Yeah. Some of these, the cards fell where they lie. Yeah. Seriously. Number 16. Here we go. <laughs> Would you agree you think it's going to start to get... Please don't be too mad at me. <laughs> Again, none of these cards are bad. I'm just wondering where Silent Forms is. (laughs) Flowing Silent Forms is number 16. (laughs) I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad. Call it. You saw it. You saw it in my eyes. Let me guess. When I described it last time, I described something you didn't think about. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In the last episode, I'm like, oh, no. That's fair. This game has multiple layers to it. This card has multiple layers. Yep. 
So the last card I talked about was about removing presence, absorb yep. essence. Mm. So now this is about saving presence. Yep. We're moving in the right direction. Yep. That's yep. good. Yep. So as to fast fear, love that. For you, probably is the best thing. <laughs> I love fast fear. Well, you're a fear player. I'm a fear player. I love foreboding. Fear moves things. I like fast fear and it protects spirits. Presence. You need presence on the island to affect the island and also not to lose. We talked mm-hmm. about this. It is a lost condition. I don't think this is hugely game-changing. I know we can, like, have different viewpoints, mm-hmm. for sure, on that. Yeah. And Blight is probably still entering a land. Because usually... Yeah. yeah, it is. Usually. And, you know... How does Presence die, yo? When Blight comes in. Well, usually when Blight yeah. comes in. It's, like, half as good as what Stone does. Yeah. It's Stone-esque. Yes. I think what's really cool about this card, it says when presence would be destroyed. Obviously, mm-hmm. it doesn't get destroyed. So that means with blight cards like Memory Fades, mm-hmm. Downward Spiral, Tipping Point, Paul Upon the Land, Erosion of Will, these blight cards destroy presence. So that means I can choose this land, Downward Spiral, every turn you have to destroy presence. I choose this land, it doesn't get destroyed. Yeah. So you're negating a blight card. So basically, by flipping the blight card, nothing happens. Right. Maybe I would re-rank these things. Again, this is like one of those, like, how does this fall? And how does right. this fight? Because that's a really strong power. I kind of want to do this list again in like a year. Yeah. Just to see what happens. I agree. You know I totally what I mean? agree. And just, just come to back. see how my own opinions have changed. And it's more like content. That. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't meaning from that standpoint. No, I know. <laughs> to nullify negative effects from a blight card yeah. is pretty huge. It is nice. And it's nothing to sneeze at. Right. Yeah, every one of these has a wonderful context where it shines. I guess, like, but what if you don't get that blight card? What if your right. presence isn't going to be yeah. blighted out and destroyed? Yep. So, yeah, that's what I have to say. Yep. It's, again, not a bad card. And maybe because I just don't play as missed as much. Right. Type yeah, of no, that's entirely fair. So, yep. that's number 16. Mm-hmm. I think this is where, like I said, 16 is where we're going to start to, like, offend each other. And I think mine is going to offend you more than Uh that one offended me. Uh Uh-oh. But, you know, just let me explain. And I think it will make sense once you cognize how I play If you say Boonavigor right now, are you going to? (laughs) My number 16, Boon. You're kidding. Of reimagine. Ah, okay, okay. I'm still mad. <laughs> <laughs> of reimagining. So remember what I said about growing power. Yes. Card draw, specifically gaining powers, in my opinion, isn't as universally mm-hmm. valuable as maybe getting a range or okay. putting a presence out. I gotcha. Think about it like this. I think gaining power cards is more valuable to specific spirits. And if I'm not playing those specific spirits, I'm going to be grabbing power cards anyway. Mm. Yes, it's great. Yes, it's awesome. Yeah. And especially when I'm playing as the specific characters to whom they need a ton of card play, it's phenomenal. It's awesome. I think it's probably the best for Starlight themselves. Ooh, I think you're right. And that is why it's low. I think it's a great card. I think it's a phenomenal card. Yeah. But I think Starlight needs it more than other people. Which is tough because I love when I get it when Starlight's right. in the game. Right. And yes. I'm not playing and Starlight. And it is good. And it's good. But it's I'm usually just a thinking selfish card. It's usually, in my opinion, similar to Fire. Fiery Vengeance. Yeah. Hey, this did a lot better than Fiery Vengeance. It's three higher. Yeah, it did. I just think that it's better on Starlight because than anyone hands, else. Right. They get rid of it. And by the time Starlight would establish themselves and then give this power card to someone else... That someone else already has their power cards that they want. And maybe you need something more than a miner to At handle your lands. My point being, in the early and mid game, even if I'm not Starlight, I really think Starlight should have it. Oh, but I and love the in this card. The mid to late game, when they are going to be giving this card out, I won't need miners as much. Right. You're right. And so, especially as we've been playing harder difficulty games yeah. and higher level adversaries, miners at times don't do as much in like mm. stage three yeah. when they're going to two different types mm. of lands or during escalations mm-hmm. and they're doing double builds or something. Mm. So I hope that makes sense. It does. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what you're, our top 10 is going to be. You're boy. about to get so <laughs> mad at me, but you just well, have to understand like who I am as a player. How I interact. Hey, is that not what yeah. I just said hey, for hey, 16? This is such a personalized list. Let's go to our number 15. Flames Fury. Hey! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, allow yep. me to come in. You like fear. You like control. Yep. It makes sense that you wouldn't like I'm something that upgrades offense. Player. No, I'm... 
Like, you saying that versus Laura saying that, completely different viewpoints. Yeah. I'm not surprised at all. I wanted this card to be higher because I've seen you mm-hmm. make this card better than how I've done it. Yeah. yeah. Stacking damage is yep. great. Mm-hmm. At times, I can see Wildfire using it a lot on themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes this can be a selfish because they want more power. Mm-hmm. One energy is good. My one problem with this, because this gives one energy, it stays at one energy. I know a lot of cards right. do yeah. that. It but, doesn't scale. But Exaltation of Molten Stone, man, that needs an easier name or Boon of Vigor. You know, those it can... Scales. They can scale. There's so, something that makes it go higher, yeah. And because I don't value damage as much, I'm like, oh, Lisa gets energy. Oh, but it stays at one energy. Right. I think for me, too, sometimes we're talking about situational. Sometimes there are spirits that don't have a lot of damage powers. Sure. Or it's not in their starting hand, and mm. maybe they don't pull as many. On green, broken. Yep. Green Wildfire, one of the best combos in the game. Mm. On River, we talked about great, but not every spirit has this. Even right. a Wildfire Vengeance. This card is great for specific people. Yeah. And if those specific people aren't there, it, it should go to Wildfire. Yeah. And it, therefore, it is no longer a gift. So I was thinking, like, I think Vengeance would be really good because obviously Ooh, stacking. Yeah. But it's weird because Wildfire also likes to remove Blake because they're only one of the best sure. fight removers. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a weird team where it's like very good defense, <laughs> but like, Vengeance is like, stop doing that. Stop <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, just in my games, how yeah. I played no, Flames Fury just didn't go as high. Yep. I understand it can definitely be higher. I can hear people screaming at home like, how can you rank this so low? Because <laughs> people love this card. People love this card. Yep. That's my number 15. My number 15, we did like the exact same thing. Like same emotional thing. Okay. Like our 16s and our 15s are emotionally the exact same. Because people are going to get mad at me for this one. But it's water. It's tidal boon. <laughs> Dude, Ryan, no! You know I my know. opinions with Ocean. I actually haven't divulged you entirely haven't. on this show me. of what I think about Ocean. Tidal boon. In this specific context, this card is great. Yes. I was really thinking about what this card does if Ocean's not there. But why would you think that? Because Ocean's always there. But... Uh, it's you hard. See what I mean? It's how making this list? Yeah, it's hard. First to off, these. primarily, this list is hard to make. It and is. They fall where they lie. They do. Once again, I really feel as if Title Boon is just for me personally. It'd probably be just a bit better if they could play it on themselves. Mm. Yes, not the biggest thing, and in solo they can. I get it. Am I being picky? Maybe. It's not the worst loss as you can mitigate this quote-unquote problem just by communicating (laughs) with your teammates (laughs) because, oh no, you can't play it on yourself, but just talk to your friends. Maybe, hey, I see that you have a dude, a town on that coastal land of yours. Okay, you'll communicate with them. I'll leave it alone so you can grab it. It's not so bad. So you can communicate with your teammates to make this work. And so many powers in this game are like that, are ones where at first you see like a kink in how it might work, but wait a minute, what about this? What about that? But just talking I think, helps. I think you bring up a good point because in a multiplayer game is when I might want to use this on myself as Ocean. Yeah. Because it's harder to get energy as Ocean yeah. with more players. Do you ever have those moments when you play strictly true solo? <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Call back, yeah. <laughs> Where you are accustomed to a gameplay strategy style where you can use these cards on yourself. Yeah. And you go into a multiplayer game. You're like, okay, let's see if I can. Crap. <laughs> you can't Serpent's just like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Green. Like, Green is even faster. Just, yeah. yeah well, I mean, they're still fast. It's just they can't grow two mountains or sands as easily because they can't just right. GOP on that sucker. <laughs> That's Gift of Proliferation, by the way. Ooh. Much better than, you know. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> back to my point. When it comes to Title Boon, it's just simply for me, I think it would be more enjoyably consistent for me if they could give it to themselves. Because I feel as if since they are playing as Ocean, they are more aware of their gameplay style Definitely. coming in, coming out. So they're going to be more aware of the best time to do this. But I guess you could look at this as a healthy chance, a healthy opportunity for you to communicate with your team, and hey, that's what this game is about, so I guess I'm not mad about that. No, I think that's a very good point, where sometimes I'm not focused what Ocean needs all the time. Yeah. And for this card, you need either, you know, to be in a town or to set up to Han for Ocean, Yeah. and I'm not always thinking as Right, because you're thinking about the land that you started on. You're thinking sure. about your place and whatnot, you're not necessarily thinking, maybe perhaps at the start of the game, how to factor in this teammate of yours. There's a big freedom in any powers. Yeah. Quote-unquote, yeah. oh, any yeah. power. 
powers. And if Tidal Boon could go to any spirit, it probably wouldn't have the energy gain. Mm. Because Ocean really likes having the or energy Or maybe gain. one energy? Or maybe less. Just less than two. Yeah. Because if they could give it to anyone, they'd be like, give it to myself, I need the energy, OMG, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it would go to them. But since it does have two energy that it gives probably not going to be able to give it to themselves because they're getting energy from the vampiric part of them that gets energy from killing people. In my opinion, it's very similar to Swarming Bedevilment with Many Minds. Just a card that I personally think fits their own kit so well. And so good in true Right, and if it goes to them, if they could give it to them, oh, it'd be magnifique. (laughs) But it's strange how you have to apply a card that's perfect for your gameplay style to someone else. And in a way, you have to communicate and work out a way, a gameplay style where my gameplay as Ocean is kind of all of our gameplay a little bit. I guess there is some fun to gel and kind of like Mm -hmm. teamwork. But not always does it line up. But it doesn't always line up, and not every player is necessarily open to doing that, but like I said, eh, just communicate, I guess. Because when I was talking about Mantle of Dread, I mentioned how Shadows can play it on itself. I know Mantle of Dread was low on my list, but it's nice to have that part of its kits yeah. because Shadows likes control and fear, mm-hmm. and that's what Mantle of Dread does, right. and I can target myself. And once again, I don't hate this card. No. I don't hate we it. We like all 20 <laughs> cards, by the way. <laughs> we do, yeah. Every one of them. And every single one of them can be S-tier in its own environment. Totally. It's just, when it comes to Ocean, Ocean is a spirit that I rarely get to play. <laughs> <laughs> and that? I have little chances to, because when I play with you guys, it's just Ocean is taken by Laura pretty we much don't even every time. Try and grab an Ocean. No, like Ocean <laughs> Thunder Speaker. I'm never gonna have those, which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine because no one wants to play Miss. I'm like, don't mind the two. <laughs> <laughs> which is also That's fine. Also fine. Yeah. Which is also fine. It's just. It's a card that belongs to a spirit that I hardly ever see, mm-hmm. and so when I do, it's like, okay, Laura's got it. When it comes to the way that you have to change your gameplay, like we talked about, in light of Ocean's incapability to reach inland lands, Tidal Boon certainly helps. But I just feel as if sometimes not enough. Yeah. (laughs) I just feel like it's not quite enough to help out a lot of the time. Okay, Ocean's in your game. Yes. Big pro and big con that just was entered into your game for today. The big pro was control can now equate to offense. Awesome. You now have a dumpster in the back that you can shove bad guys. That's the pro. The con is there are five lands that can't be reached because Ocean can reach their three coastal lands. There are five others that the rest of the team now has to cover. At least for assuredly the early and mid game, probably mid game, and maybe not in the late game because maybe Ocean has found some cheese to get to inland lands. But the big con is there's a lot of real estate that a player on the game here can't cover. Even if there is range-boosting powers in this game, there's a lot of powers Ocean has that can only target coastal lands. Right. So even if you do play Reaching Grass or mm-hmm. Wind Lightning on Ocean, I can only defend in a coastal land, or I can only Ooh. drown in a coastal right, land. Right, right. And here's a good opportunity to help clarify something that I've meant. Not that people are confused, but it just helps to clarify. Okay. When we talk about buffing the range of Ocean and increasing their capability to make cards have longer range... Yeah. The reason why that's valuable primarily isn't because it can change a card's legality from coastal land to any. It's because of their in-tide, out-of-tide thing. yes. Because the land will almost always still be coastal. Look at their powers. (laughs) Literally every single one of their land-targeting cards is coastal. I'm not talking about getting range to make those cards somehow go inland. But when they are in-tide, out-of-tide, they have a lot of powers that are range zero. Which means you got to be there. Which means you got to be in-tide. If you increase their range, that means they could safely be in their own ocean space and still use these range zero Which cards. is great. Again, reaching grass yeah. is great. And that is Sky why. Sky stretches is great on right. ocean. But you're right. You still have to target yes. a coastal land. Commonly speaking, Unless that is why. Hey, hey finder. finder. Nice. Anything's a coastal land. <laughs> But that's why commonly, primarily, increasing range is so good. Not because they will automatically reach in the lands. No, it's because their cards still say coastal. They still have to be coastal lands. It's just your in-tide, out-of-tide minigame is going to be a lot easier for you. You will always struggle with your inland lands Mm -hmm. as Ocean. Yep. And that's a big con. Right. It is a con. Mm -hmm. And I like Ocean. Yep. And most spirits have a little minigame to work around or work with an engine to... Yeah, of course. ...deal with, I guess. But, I mean, you get it. I don't really play Ocean too much. 
I feel like Ocean players don't play Tidal Boon a lot. <laughs> yeah. Because they usually play in the early game because it's one of their starting right. four cards. But then they usually draft either control cards to pull things in. This isn't often used a ton. Yeah, and going back to what I said earlier, it does help. Tidal Boon helps with that real estate problem. Meaning there are five lands that Ocean can't get for a while. Yeah. Tidal Boon really does help that because that means you can leave your own coast alone while you go onto their inland boards. I get it. It's just, I feel as if Tidal Boon doesn't help as much as the deficit is against you. So I don't hate the card. And sometimes I don't you despise think, it. Sometimes you get there too late. Like pushing one town doesn't solve a problem sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes like, hey, I can push a town. Too bad there's a city and explorer left. Hey. <laughs> We're still blending. <laughs> Here's two energy. <laughs> Here's two energy for your troubles. <laughs> no, go ahead and fix that button. <laughs> I mean, there's 20 cards. Okay, there's only so much room on these yeah. lists. Man, so. these lists were hard. Mm. I have so much exposure to this card because Laura, it's such a crutch for Laura to play Ocean. Oh, yeah. and so having like Tidal Boon is almost, yeah. it's a crutch play into for it. me. Play into it. And I can it can get, be great. It's almost like I depend on that two energy because mm-hmm. I know Laura's going to play it on me. So it did obviously rank much higher on my list just because I've had so much exposure to it. Oh, yeah. It's helped me out in times. Yeah, oh no, games completely. Out, so. And the thing is, is look at how you ranked Flames Fury. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, I think... Seriously. How often do you play Wildfire? Barely. How often do I play Ocean? Not a lot. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And how our 15s were the exact same, but just opposite cards? Yeah. You with fire, me with water. That's funny. That's cool. Yeah. Number 14, I think you're going to... 14, maybe. I think you're going to be surprised because I really like the spirit. Mm Mm-hmm. It's Traveler's Boon from Finder. Okay. Okay. What's funny about this card... At least from what I've seen, because I've seen you play Finder, I've made Laura play Finder, and I play <laughs> Finder a lot. You don't see this card a lot because for Finder, you can really stretch out your yeah. hand. You have yeah. six unique powers, mm-hmm. and you even have a growth option, growth option three, where you can gain a power to your hand while placing a presence. Sure. So I've had games where I played this once, maybe twice, mm-hmm. total. And I know that shouldn't affect the actions of the card. Sure. But for some reason, it kind of affects its potency for me because I'm not seeing it a lot. Mm-hmm. I see it once. And then by that time, when it comes up again, I need damage powers. Right. You know, I've grouped them up in one land. I don't need Traveler's Boon as much. We've talked about this in the first episode. It's a fast power. Lots of control. And you can move any invader. Mm-hmm. Huge. It's funny, I often use it to move an explorer or a town rather than a city. I know it can move a city, but to mm-hmm. stop a build or to stop a ravage from blighting is huge. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it can move a city, but I usually lean on towards an explorer or a town. I think it's really fun when you pair it with certain spirits. We're talking about situational games. So when you pair it with a volcano, a thunder speaker, and stacking up three presents into a land where presence equates to damage. Right. Insane. Right? Seriously. There's some great wombo combo yeah. potential yep. here. And it's so hard to separate the context of so hard, who Ryan. this card <laughs> belongs to and what else they I have. No, because I love Finder. And I mm. know the things that Finder can do. But this card, it's a fast control mm. power. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's like, yeah, I think it's the presence thing is what you can get silly with. Mm. I don't know, but you barely see it because you have six cards in your hand. It's weird because it's, weird. it's a phenomenal card. It's a good card. But they do that with their gameplay already. Yeah. So it's just like another their face innate, in the crowd. Their innate does that. It's or, a face in the crowd. Yeah, mm. honestly. It's and, a good face and it's a good crowd. And after the first or second time I use it, I need to pull a big hitting major. So maybe mm-hmm. I forget it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I love the spirit. I really like this card. It's not game-breaking that higher cards are, in my mind. Mm -hmm. Traveler's Boon. Right on. My number 14, I don't think you'll be mad about this one. Mantle of Dread. No, I'm not mad. You got higher than me. Yeah, Mantle of Dread. The thing I really love about this card is that it is a fear-generating card with zero restrictions. Yeah. That is amazing. Rare. It's very rare. But it also is a great get-off-my-lawn card. I think this one, like we said before, was made for Ocean. Oh, yeah. In Ocean games, this is divine. We said this. I know. (laughs) But it's great. Oh, my goodness. One town push equates to three fear. Right. Two fear from the card, fear from going into the ocean. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Ocean is in tide. Yeah. Just talk to them being like, hey, next turn. That's true. I want to do this one. Yeah. They will love you for it. Yeah. That's fear. That's energy for them. Mm -hmm. It's such a nice combo. Yeah. But 
it's not going to happen all the time. No. So it's not why it's and not, super high. And not every game's going to have ocean in it. And it's not. Yeah. And so when that's not the case, to fear is always good. Nice. The big things about this one are it goes to any spirit and it's always to fear, regardless of the board state. Yeah. I think that has value. Sure, not enough value to go up against other cards, but that's solid. I think so. And I like it. That was my number 14. Number 13. We talked about this one. I won't rehash a ton. Boon of Swarming Bedevilment. A lot higher for you than me. A lot higher than me. (laughs) Again, we talked about the major pitfall being it has to target another heavy quotation. That's its biggest Huge, huge pitfall. Yeah, honestly, the biggest strike against it. And we talked about it's good in the early game. It could be defense one Mm -hmm. or two. It's like encompassing ward, Mm -hmm. right? It's great in the early game, but when it builds up, less Mm -hmm. good. I think why I like it is because, say, a game against Brand for pressure where they come up fast. Mm-hmm. Two different types of land, like a stage three card turn one. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you don't want the island to blight early because then the blight card flips. Right. So I think right. like being able that early game defense can be useful because mm-hmm. I hate flipping that blight card. Yeah. You never know what's going to come, like the yep. negative ramifications that can follow. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about the movement. I do think the movement is cool. We've talked about wildfire can move in and mm-hmm. cause damage. Ocean can come in from the coastline. Downpour can create a new wetland and isolated so there are fun stuff that can happen it mm-hmm. wasn't much higher than yours sure. it's not in the top 10 right. but I think that early game defense can maybe give a little cushion you're not blighting as much and mm-hmm. then the movement you can do some you know fun things with it mm-hmm. with certain spirits yep that's my number 13. And I know you talked sense. about yours. Honestly, I think a lot of my next ones, like honestly, all the way to like seven or six, I think you're going to think that's fair. Okay. Like, I think yeah. you're going to be decently okay with that. Some more than others, some less than others, but yeah, basically. My number 13, Flowing and Silent Forms, Dark Bond. It's going to be higher for you. It's a great card. You love this but card. But I have to think about it as a gift. Mm. Mm-hmm. The card is so much better when you are playing as Mist yeah. because of the elements it gives you. It has an almost guaranteed fear farm. Fantastic. <laughs> it's zero costing card. Fantastic. But that can't count the zero cost because it's a gift. Right. The thing that really catapults this to just awesomeness is not the staying alive if you will be destroyed. Yeah. That's not crazy. It's good. But it is cool. Yeah. The two fear carries a lot of weight with me. And I do really love the shenanigans you can get by moving friendly sacred sites and whatnot. Yeah. For me, what really keeps it this high, or allow me to word it this way, keeps it from being lower is the capability to prevent certain effects that are strong enough to require that you destroy a presence to do them. Yeah. That is seriously nice. Yeah. Does it happen all the time? No. That's why it's not in the top 10. But that's also why it's not in the 18, 19, or 20. That's really good. It's the only card that's that can really do that. really cool. Yeah. It's a mixed bag. It's free. That's a plus. Inapplicable in this case, but it's a plus. Gives Miss the elements they drastically need. Also really good plus, can't be used in this case. Fear, (laughs) great plus. You get to go and save any number of presents. Yeah. Any number. That's cool. That's another plus. Yeah, huge plus. You can move people around even a sacred site. Who can move a sacred site beyond Finder? Seriously. That's huge. That's it. That's another plus. And then you get to get around that death thing. So that's six pluses, but only four of them are applicable. And of those four, they're not going to be applicable all the time. Getting around the death thing is big. That's huge. That's why it was hard yep. for me to rank. I'm, I'm like, guessing if you had thought about it, it'd probably be one or two higher. Yeah. Maybe on your list. Yeah. So I think that's fair. And you know me, I love Mist. You Literally do. favorite character yeah. in the game. Yeah. But I have to think about it as a gift. Mm-hmm. It's not always going to be useful. But when it is, it's cool. Look at us like Traveler's Boon being lower. Yeah. With, you know, Silent Forms or Mantle of Dread. Like, I like how we were pretty practical. What number was Traveler's Boon for you again? Traveler's Boon was... Was uh, that 14? Yeah, it was my 14. 14, okay. And this was my 13. Yeah, so, so I think we're yeah, being practical. That's, that's but we're not fair. like blinded by what we love mm-hmm. type of thing. No, I think we're being honest with this. I'm just thinking of, you know, what's on the throne, looking what's, down at what's to come. My number 12. Number 12. Number 12. Title Boon. So oh, I, hey. I wasn't that far off from Mine you. was 15. Yeah. So Yours was 12. We're close. I like That's not how, so bad. And we've talked about this. I won't rehash a ton. I like how this Boon 
secretly helps both Ocean and the Spirit. Obviously, the Spirit mm-hmm. is getting a town out of their land and giving two energy. But we talked about that town can maybe go into the drink or mm-hmm. it can get away from the inland where Ocean can't reach. Like mm-hmm. you said, you're always playing this on another Spirit, probably on another board or maybe your own board where Ocean can't mm-hmm. get to. It's best, I think, along the coastline because obviously mm-hmm. then Ocean gets to eat up that town and get energy for it. I think the two energy, it's double than other energy giving cards. Mm. A lot of energy giving boon cards are one energy. Two, for a minor power build, that gets you two extra card plays, which is huge. And even for a major build, you're sometimes just one or two energy short for a major. So again, it wasn't in my top 10. And it's not the biggest of game affecting card. You're moving a town, you're moving to Han. Yep. You're getting two energy. Right. So yeah. I wasn't blinded by this. It comes up a lot in our games. I love it. You know, mm-hmm. I love when Laura plays on me. Two energy. Great. Sweet. I get to literally play. always useful. I get to play more cards now. I get to go down my bottom track. And early more. on, that's yeah. a really decent amount of energy. She usually plays a turn one. Yeah, I get yeah. two energy, turn one. It's good. That's great. But yeah, it's not game breaking. So I agree mm-hmm. with you. Like, you know, it's in the middle. It's nice. It's nice. It's nice. Yep. My number twelve. But we have a list full of amazings, greats, yeah. and wonderfuls. Yeah. So where do good and solid cards lie? Yeah. About here. Yeah. And I Not think in the top fair. ten. Yeah. <laughs> My number 12, Gift of the Primordial Deeps. Dude. Okay. I can't wait to hear about this one. So Serpent has a lot of yeah. gift and boon power cards. So where within Serpent... Do all of them lie? We haven't talked about Absorb yet. Anyway. Interesting. (laughs) This is my first serpent. Serpent power card. And it's Gift of the Primordial Deeps. Like I said before, Primordial Deeps and Flowing Power are oh so similar. Mm -hmm. But you can already determine that I gave the edge to Flowing Power. But by how much? Well, I guess we'll just find out. (laughs) But Primordial Deeps, target spirit gains a minor power, and then you can play it immediately by playing its cost or gain one moon and one earth. It could miss. It could miss. It could it miss. It has missed in I'm our games. I'm very glad that it has a plan B. Yeah. The plan B is why it's not lower. That's one of the reasons. Okay. When you get the power card that's like zero, and you get to play it immediately, oh, oh. it is satisfying. Oh. It's great. But not always applicable. Pause. I once had a Shadows game where I was so close and then Lure the Unknown came up with moon and fire and air yeah. and it was zero costing. I'm like, I get my top level of mates. Oh. It was insane. But how often does that happen? Right. <laughs> I can count on two fingers how many times that's happened. Anyway. In games I've been a part of. <laughs> once. <laughs> so the thing is, is it feels really cool when that happens. When it hits. Woo. But here's the thing. This land's about to blight. I'm going to try to see if I can do something. Hey, I got fear. Okay. (laughs) Swing and a miss. Ah, well, I got fear at least. And I have this card. Is it bad? No. It's actually pretty high. It is pretty high. Almost Almost smacked that middle. middle. But it's not always applicable. Mm -hmm. So that's all. I'll go and talk about why other serpent powers got higher when I get to them as opposed to saying why this one wasn't. So I kind of want to frame that in a more positive light. Mm. You know what I mean? Leave some crumbs. Yeah. All right. That was my number 12. On to number 11. My number 11 is Gift of the Primordial Deeps. That's right. <laughs> we were yeah, so, we're so close. close. I think so we, close. Feel, we almost feel the exact same way. And from here on out, you're going to start to see a trend on the powers that I really like or value. And this is the first power to do it. It gives a card. I do like this. Yeah. yeah. In Boon or Gifting Powers, it gives you a power card. Like we said, mm-hmm. it can be a miss and it has to be a minor. Mm-hmm. So I do think that is limiting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think it's good. It's 11, right? Yeah. We said we're in the middle yep. here and we did talk about the moon or earth backup, but even that is a little restricting. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a good power card, but it comes with like strings attached. Yeah. This power can be fun because we talked about that gamble. It can be like perfect element, zero costing, like you said. But I think there's a big reason people love serpents and view the spirit in such high regard. Because we've been talking about spirits and their powers. They can take games over once they're awakened. Right, right. But I like their beginning state. Mm-hmm. I like their boosting version. I like their support. I don't think serpent is ever weak, ever. Sure. I think the beginning game, sure, they are a weak quote unquote, but what they're doing for the team is insane. Seriously. And then what they get. Look how many boons they have. Look how many boons they have. They have three cards that are boons. Yeah. And they have one that's an innate. And we've barely even talked about all of their cards. Right. They're higher up on our list because they're so strong. Mm -hmm. So 
I think Serpent is never bad. There are incredible support, and then there are even better late game. Mm-hmm. I think this card basically either gives you an extra card play in that turn, if you can play it, if it's zero, mm-hmm. you have the energy, or it gives you an extra power card later in your hand mm-hmm. with free elements that maybe you can use. Mm-hmm. But the strings attached, you're right, it pushed it out of the top 10 for me. Yeah. So it's funny how close they were. They were. So for you, Absorb Essence was much lower than Primordial <laughs> I didn't know how to rank that one. That was yeah. like my... Yep. For my number 11, I think you'll understand me. Am I about I to think be mad? you'll completely understand me. Okay. But I don't think you'll forgive me. <laughs> don't say <Buna> <laughs> It is Absorb Essence. What? This high? I couldn't... Do it. I couldn't separate what absorb essence means. It's not the innate, Ryan. You literally can't. It is correlated. I tried. This is a serpent wakes in power. Like I said, I think you understand me. Yeah, I do. Think about what it means. You get on the in crowd yeah. of one of the best innates in the game in the game you get energy for it you get cards for it not just cards but majors without having to forget them you get say it resins there it is out there look at where it is it's 11 this is the best card that i can't have in the top out 10. of the top 10 i can't allow it in the top 10 because it's actually not absorb essence <laughs> you're thinking of the innate Ryan. but you know what it means <laughs> you're only thinking of the innate literally we rank this totally differently I, but we both but, thought about it like i said you understand yeah me. yeah you understand me here that's that all innate I is so good i don't need you to like me or forgive me i just need <laughs> well, you to card, understand the card itself is good getting an energy and an element good. answer me this when absorb presence goes off what are you thinking of? The innate. I can't you wait till they trigger that innate. not thinking of Absorb Essence. No. You are thinking about Serpent Wakes in Power. 100%. This is technically a cheat. I get it. <laughs> it's a cheat. But look how inseparable they They're are. so hard to separate. They're just attached at the hip. Again, if someone said, yeah, this is higher or even inside their top 10, I'd be like, I can't argue. Yeah. Because I know what it means. Yes. I know what Absorb Essence leads so to. I am so sorry <laughs> that it's this high on its own merit. But it really... You're losing a present. Actually is a package deal. Yeah. Every Spirit Island player knows that it's a packaged deal. This list makes it look like these cards aren't package deals. I get that. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what I'm you're saying. I'm sorry. I know what you're saying. But like I said, when this goes off, what are you thinking? Yeah. I get you to are place thinking, another presence. oh, I can't wait for the rest of this game yeah. where I get stuff. I can't wait to get a major for free. Yeah. I mean, this is Spirit Island Crypto. Yeah. You lose. Yeah. You invest. But then, oh, does it pay? Perfect description. It, it is, is the Dogecoin. It is. Of Spirit it Island. Is. And so, like I said, I am so sorry. <laughs> I don't ask for your forgiveness. All I ask to understand. is for your understanding. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> so. Again, I said I just didn't know where to put it. Yeah. Because I know how good it can like, be. It's either you feel weird because you didn't include it yeah. with the innate, because you know you should, or you feel bad because you did include the innate, and this list is telling us that we shouldn't. <laughs> I think this was my hardest one to rank. Honestly, it was. Honestly, it was. I was actually glad when you said that you kept them separate, because I'm like, because I did. Because <laughs> how can you not? Yeah. How can you not? Ugh. Oh, no. We have another fun five, John. Here we are again. Another fun five Part in our hands. three? There's no way we can get this done within another 60-minute period. That's fine. That's fine, because I have a lot to say about the top 10. If we had a lot to say about the 11 through 20, Ooh, we're going to have a ton baby. to say about the 1 through 10. So until next time, we will catch you guys later. But don't worry. We'll see you in a moment again. Uh, we'll see you later. Peace out. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. We're grateful that you did, and we hope that you thoroughly enjoyed it. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor. <laughs>